Hello, traveler. Please, have a seat while I tell you the tale of the Prismatic Guard. Starring Abby O'Neill as the combustible and often confused tiefling alchemist Flint Therai. Jason Hobbs as the old veteran Rovarth Murax, a dragonborn warlock with a mysterious patron. Jerry Evans as an affable historian, the halfling bard Roscoe Sootfoot. And Ashley McLean as the carefree but determined Otterfolk Samurai, Margot, hosted by Eli Royal. Join us on a tale of a world still recovering from a great war that changed everything. Hello, this is We Play RPGs, a true crime podcast based around the Mothman. I'm your host, Eli Royal. Hi, I'm Abby. I play Flint Thurai. I'm Jason, and I play Rovarth Mirax. Do not go into the sewers. That's where the Mothman lives. Hello, I'm Jerry, and I'm the Mothman. No, just kidding. I am Roscoe Suitfoot. I am Ashley, and I play Margot. And this episode is brought to you by... Oh, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> brought to you by... Oh, I forgot? Something yeah. Like smoothies? Yeah. Oh, I forgot. But when you can't remember, and never will. Yep. Oh, I forgot. And last time... Uh... <laughs> What happened last time? Let's see. You I guys pretended to be a god for a second. You did. You guys managed to. <laughs> and then uh... we uh, terrorized orcs, who were, you know, in turn terrorizing a village. Well, they were specifically terrorizing a mine oh, camp. Uh, a mine camp yes, in which they yes. attacked zero people, only equipment. I'm curious about that, honestly. Now, the equipment knows what it did. That's true. <laughs> Uh, I think you guys last session also fought aliens. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, we fought aliens. Nice. And is... and we also met, we also we also politely asked the giant. We, that was last. No, that was a few sessions ago when we had the dragon move out of our way. Yeah, wasn't it? Yep. I think Ro- oh, I no. think Rovar started interrogating Flint about his genealogy after that, like after everyone had recovered from you know, the shock of oh my god, a dragon. Oh my god, we oh, didn't die. <laughs> that sounds Flint, like that sounds like it's gonna be a Nick at Night show. Oh my god, dragons. I was thinking, oh my god, I didn't die. Ah didn't real die. dragons! Ah, a real <laughs> dragon. <laughs> <laughs> So, thanks to Rovar's godlike powers, we have saved the mine. Yep. Uh, you you managed to uh, scare off the orcs. And that is important. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's kind of what we were supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Yep, you were... Uh, being paid by one person whose name I'll have once my notes load. Oh yes, notes. There's things that I wrote down last session and then didn't hit save. <laughs> Why would you do this to yourself? Because I'm a terrible <laughs> note taker. I just wing it. Oh, I mean, uh, you know, Eli will politely correct me and we'll just add the material. Yep. Uh, Rihan was her name. Uh, a older gnomish woman. Rihan. 
Uh, yeah, because they were building some kind of cool telecommunications tower. Mm-hmm. And, uh... Well, it's quite nifty. I think she agreed to pay you guys, like, 75 gold. Yeah, there was Sounds definitely a... To me. There was definitely a cash incentive there to us fighting off the or Scaring off the orcs. Mm-hmm. All right, well... You know, it's only like an hour to get to the copper mine, so it's only like an hour to get back. Uh, you will have to wait until morning to uh, yes. talk to her, but she's downstairs at the bed and breakfast getting breakfast. Numb. Food. Hello, hello. Can I help you? Oh, Mr. Mirax. Yes. Yes. I assume this is one of your companions. Uh, yes, this is, uh, well, Roscoe Suitfoot. And the deed is done. The orcs aren't going to attack the mine anymore. You killed them all? Uh, well, we scared them off in a quite, um, how to phrase Rovarf this. Rovarf convinced him he had godlike powers. Yes. And you can guarantee that they won't attack again. I think it would be foolish for them to try, considering the display that I made. <laughs> <laughs> they seem quite panicked and afraid of what he... They ran did. away, I can tell you that much. Well, the agreement was for you to stop them from attacking the mines, so until that's been done, you will not be paid. What part? Roscoe looks at Ro Roscoe looks at Rovar. So you tell me that wasn't enough. You mean he looks at Rehan or at Rovarth? Looks at Rovarf. Okay. He's like, I, I thought the parameters were <laughs> met. So did I. I mean, we. They stopped attacking the mine. Yes, but her, but her argument is that it might not be enough, and once you're gone, they will come back. Which is, to be fair, is a reasonable counterpoint to make. <clears throat> so, how confident are you that your display of magnificence <clears throat> and merely terror will keep them from being coming back for good? Can I? Can I try and make a persuasion check? Sure. Because I'm, I'm fairly certain that they're not going to come back. I mean, I did threaten them with, with horrible, horrible death. I'm just going to find my character sheet real quick. It does like to hide. There it goes. All right. Well, Roscoe, I would say that I am 100% confident that the orcs will not be coming back to the mine anytime soon. And at the very least, even if I am wrong... I have delayed their assault upon your operation. And, well, maybe you can get that tower working. And, like, persuasion. Persuade. Made it breath. Uh, 14. Uh, <clears throat> she looks at you. Uh, she stops eating for a moment and looks at you and says, Orcs are incredibly violent and stupid creatures. 
They will continue to attack if they are alive. Um. Hmm. I'm confused. Can I? Can I make a? I want to figure out if she's either lying or if she's just super racist. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um. Make a insight. Okay. Because as far as I'm concerned, if they are really that stupid, they they would stay away because they would believe that there is a god protecting the mine. Uh, Eleven. Uh, it's hard to say. Uh, Roscoe can make an insight since he's right there. I think I I think I shall. Give me one second. Keep you all waiting with bated breath. <laughs> I thought I did my job right. No, I, I'm oh. right there. I'm not sure either because I got a seven. Yeah, it's hard to say. Uh, she might just be trying to avoid having to pay you. Well, as I said, we were on our way to other business. Um, I hope at the very least that this little distraction from our prior contract um, has assisted you in furthering civilization. I bid you good day. And I will leave. Do you, I'm assuming you guys get breakfast. Yeah, we get breakfast. Yeah. Well... Yeah, I, I'm not going to skip breakfast. Um, so, the... Uh, did I mention the woman that actually owns the bed and breakfast? No. Uh, I don't believe so. Okay. No. Um, <clears throat> let's see. Yeah. So, the woman who owns it is actually a knoll. Um, and she's the one working the morning you guys are there. Uh, and as she's play- placing your breakfast, which is uh, not oatmeal, because that doesn't exist yet but kind of the precursor to oatmeal uh, and some fruit and uh, ham. Ah, curd food. Delicious. Yeah. Um, And she goes, you say you managed to stop the orcs from attacking. If only temporarily. Hmm. I wish I knew what had riled them up so much. Well... See, this thing where I, I have, well, I have a hunch and I don't know, so sure. <clears throat> I think Rovarth would come to the same conclusion that I did, since he doesn't have, since we have the same information at this point in time. I believe they might have been angry at your mining in the area. They didn't attack any of the miners, just the equipment. I don't know. Maybe they have something against wherever you're digging. Hmm. Yeah, that would make sense. I've been here for about 10 years now, and. You know, the orcs have always just minded their own. Hmm. Interesting, Robar, because a moment ago we were just told they were vicious, murderous killers who won't stop. And yet, now we're being told it's the first time they've done this. Well, I mean, you get the occasional violence when, you know, say, some hunter accidentally kills... An orc hunter, you know, and then there's an escalate, you know, there's a confrontation there, but... Yes. Oh, no, I understand that. But what you're saying is 
these attacks of this type of scale usually don't happen until no. recently. <clears throat> no, not until recently. I eat some of my... I'm just calling it curd food just to give it a name. I eat some of my curd food. Munch on it thoughtfully. Rovarf. I got a question for you. What is it? Do you think... Do you think... One of two things. A... Do you think they're mining on orc territory? Or, and two, do you think there might be something in that mine or the mine itself that orcs consider significant? Uh, can I make a, I don't know, a history check or something? Yeah. Yeah. Any, any one of you can make a history check to see what you know about this area. Yep. I'll see I mean, if I can answer my own question, but if he provides the answer, that will be... Good as well. All I can, all I have is my hunch that something, some some part of their operations is clearly an affront to the orcs. But what I'm not sure. Well, as I ask the question, I roll a twenty history. <laughs> well, yeah. What did uh, what did Rovarth get? Oh, I got a three. And Flint. I got a twelve. And Margot? 19. All right. Let me uh, get this loaded up. I got to look at my timeline so that I get my uh, stuff right. I didn't know we were downstairs. <laughs> uh, let's see. See, the problem with having... Ah, here it is. So, about a little over little more than a thousand years ago uh, when Tharanok, which used to be a uh, storm giant kingdom, became Thar uh, because of a massive slave revolt. Uh, it, uh, the orcs in the hilllands were actually a huge ally because they were also enslaved. Um, and then, you know, over a thousand years, they've been a few bloody conflicts between humans, between orcs, between orcs and humans. But this area for Margot and Roscoe historically uh, has been pretty quiet for the past few centuries. Um, and half orcs are not at all rare in Thar. Um,. So it's not like orcs and humans never interact peacefully. Roscoe's... Roscoe's... Scratches his head for a moment. Historically speaking, it's not... So historically speaking, this area has been very peaceful between orcs and... humans. Hmm. So it, basically, basically something has... Basically, something with the mining has set the orcs off. Yeah. If you want to go and and try and convince her to pay us, be my guest. I'm just. I didn't do it for the money so much as the whole, you know, expanded communications and the like. But well, that's just it. Now I'm wondering if we did the right, if we did the correct thing, but we did it for the wrong reasons. 
The correct thing as in like taking the job or the correct thing in trying to expand communications, but I think we did the the wrong thing for the right reasons. That's what I meant to say. Yes. But I mean, I'm kind of mad that she didn't pay us, so I mean, yeah. It did work. If if, if y'all want to talk it out, that's between you and her. <laughs> as I said, I was just I'm getting tired of this detour. Yeah, same. We, we are we are on that mission from Betton. Let's not forget that. Yeah. I have yeah. not forgotten it, good sir. But at the same time, we have taken part in something here, and it would feel wrong <clears throat> to leave it unfinished until we know for sure exactly what we've done and if we've done the correct thing. I agree. Let's just not get too far ahead of ourselves, I suppose. After all, if I... Uh, of course, then I know, but Rovarth's kind of dumb. Um... <laughs> So I know that um, he talked about the eyes of um, whose eyes were they again? In the mines that the dwarves didn't want to go the, down. The eye of Forog. Forog is a one-eyed yeah, god. Forog. And do I recall what he's a god of? He's a god of chaos. Or rather, who? Greed and darkness. Who worships him? I suppose is is the question. Is he like one of the racial gods? Yeah. Or is he te just like a technically. Anyone who follows Dwarven faith worships mm -hmm. him to an extent because he's kind of the boogeyman. Mm -hmm. um, however, there are cults to Forog. Okay, so it's nothing like... Okay, I, I was thinking of something different. Never mind. Now, Forog isn't like one of the Void Lords or something like that. He is a legitimate deity. I was just trying to think if it was anything specifically connected to the orcs, but Rogue um, wouldn't have made that connection at all. So, if everybody wants to hear a little bit of lore, everyone can roll a religion check. Sure. Well, I guess Rogue's better at it than he thought. I got a 22. <laughs> Margo got yeah. a 2. Blank on Wait one second. 15. Margo does not care about religion. <laughs> Flint cares about specific things. Yeah, Flint and Margo don't know this, but uh, Rovarth and Roscoe know that according to myth, Forog created Vargan the Destroyer, uh, who was the first orc. Uh, and then Forog created Badbog the Defiler, who was the second orc, and those two gods created the orcs. Um, so Forog does according to the mythology, have a part to play in the creation of the orcs. Um, but orcish religion is traditionally just uh, Forog and Badbog. Or not Forog, uh, Vargan and Badbog. Oh, fun. I like lore. Yeah, it's fun. Also shows that Flint really only cares about certain things, so like he listens with half an ear to things. How far away is this place from the mines we were going to, or from the I guess town we were going to? Um, well, the town you're—it's closer to the town you're in than it is to uh, Nem Galore, because okay. you guys haven't even reached the mountains yet, and the entrance to Nem okay, Galore so is in the mountains. More than likely, not related. Okay. Um. How long have we been traveling towards Nimgalore? Um, or 
more accurately, how much time do we have left to get to Nimgalore? You have as much time as it takes. Technically? Yeah, I mean, they they know you're coming, but when you get there is all kind of dependent on when you get there. Okay, I was just trying to make sure we weren't on, like, a time limit or anything like that. Not really, no. Um, I didn't want to I be mean, rude and it arrive, is, like, a week late. Yeah, it is like a get here, you know, sooner than later, but, um, you know, you're also taught... Well, from where you are, you only have, like, uh, a week-ish okay. amount of travel. I didn't want to be like you're in trouble. You're late, late. I wanted to be fashionably late. Yeah, no, you're you're, you know, as long as you don't spend like three months here, you're fine. Okay, well, we're not doing that. Period. So yeah, yeah. accurate. Please don't. Uh, yeah. No. All right. Yeah. Well, if, if you wanna, if you wanna try and figure out what's going on with this Roscoe, I mean, I'm all. I guess well, technically I'm not all ears because yeah, well, I have well, holes. Well, but... well, when you say the word ears, Roscoe looks at you and he has that look on the face of a guy who has a bad idea, but they're going to probably go go with it. Sounds like a plan. Oh, man. So, Rovarf, good sir. Yes, Roscoe? You so far only have one side of the story, good sir. And as history will tell you, there is more than one side to go by before you can learn the truth. Therefore, there is one side of the story we need to go get. That might be difficult, but I think it's important. We gotta find out where those orcs are. We're gonna find the orcs. God dang it, we have to go camping. And quite frankly, it won't look that suspicious because we can because we can just act like we really we can act like we really want to go if we're gonna go kill them orcs. <clears throat> That's true. Yes. It, this, my my miscalculation might have just played into our favor. So So Roscoe eats his curd food. I really hate that name, but to, but it's stuck forever. I eat the curd food, and then I go, well, if everybody's in agreement, I think we're going to go find some orcs. I pull out, like, a turkey leg, and I, like, strip it, and then I, I find a spot to throw it away. Like, I'm ready. You do that cartoon right. thing where you just put the whole thing in your mouth and just pull the bone out? Yes. I just imagined that there was no turkey leg in the first place, and he just randomly pulls a turkey leg. Everybody's just like, where did the turkey No one else from? had turkey. Nobody else had turkey. Like, it wasn't even part of the... Considering the breakfast I described was uh, ground ground meal, ham, and fruit. Oh, I, I, I found this earlier. <laughs> you told me not to eat food off the floor. What the heck, man? Do as I say, not as I do. You don't have the same physiology as I do, dang it. Yeah. You I have a. Roll for, I would. I would roll to see if that makes a difference. But you know what? I'm just going to go with it because I have I, super stomach acid. You don't. Rovarth's just like, like you have a much a more complicated thing. digestive system than I do. Pretty much. Margot just takes her bowl and like walks away with it, slurping <laughs> all that take, curd down. You just <laughs> shove your she face into the, the bowl. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna get that forever. That's. Meanwhile, Flinch is gnawing on the fruit. Well, I'm, I'm gonna like, make that noise until we have zero listeners left. <laughs> Weird flex, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's the exact opposite of our goal. <laughs> Please don't. We want to increase our following count, not lessen it. I just imagine someone enjoying the podcast and then Eli makes that noise. They're like, well, this was fun. <laughs> Yeah, they, they come back just for that sound. They get 22 minutes in, know. and they're just like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> this is too weird for me. Yep. 
Uh, so yeah, you guys, uh, to save a little bit of time, when you guys ask around, you nobody really knows where the orc village is because they've never really done any trading with the orc village. Right. Um, I mean, they know it's generally south. Um, they're pretty sure it's on the other side of the uh, river. Okay. <clears throat> um, which would place it downstream of the copper mine. All right. Well, then I guess we'll follow the river. I mean, where there's water, there's life. Yep. Life uh, finds a way. It's very good at direction. Life needs... Th uh, no, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Life needs to stop fucking all the time. All right, everybody make <laughs> uh, survival checks. Oh, joy! None Aww. of us are wood people. Why? <laughs> no, I'm made of flesh. Why are you doing this? Oh, not bad. Fifteen. Hey, seventeen. Oh, hey. All right. Um, so Margo is uh, pretending to look for tracks and stuff, but really she's just playing in the river. Oh, for the record, she's not pretending very well. She's like, "I'm looking over here. You're playing in the river. Nothing's over here." <laughs> I'm looking over here <laughs> under the water. <laughs> Flashing around. She's noodle dancing underwater. There might, there yeah. might be an underwater orc city. We don't know about it. You don't know. You're not a doctor. Don't uh, worry about it. <laughs> Mar spot. Margo, what are you doing? Nah! And dives under the water. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that, that is how I am. <laughs> oh, Margo, see if you can find me any clams. I want a pearl. Oh, yes. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to save you time there. There are no clams. <laughs> there are fish, though. Oh, is there any cool rocks? Oh, there are plenty of cool rocks. Oh. Margo, give me a cool rock. Please? She is uh, very distracted by pretty things. This is a problem, and I'm nervous. Well, you can hold your breath for like an hour. Don't worry about it. No. Okay. Um, She's just going to service and we're all gone. Yeah. Just keep walking. <laughs> um, so Flint and Roscoe are pretty sure you're in the right direction, but Rovarth is positive you're in the right direction. Um, because you're able to kind of pick up on tracks where somebody has been traveling to and from the river. We're definitely heading the right way. Yeah. Let's see if we can follow these tracks. Um, and you guys fish Margo out of the river and start following the tracks. Oh, yeah, I suppose we should do that and reach down and yank her. <laughs> she tries to bite you. She's just wiggling around. Like, She's like I a toddler that wants to be put down. I just have my, this, my like, good otter. We're on serious business. Just like the straight, dead eyes, forward face of just disappointment. <laughs> I just imagine her just like, Rovar ends up having a carrier like a baby, and she's just sulking the time like an angry two-year-old. Yes. <laughs> Accurate. This would be the reaction. Um, so... I'm getting too old for babysitting. <laughs> As you guys, I thought about that before you picked me up. So hey, hey, what you have to keep in mind is that Margot is baby. Yes, this is true. This is Although, of course adoption. You guys didn't have a choice. Actually, when you think about it, Flint is baby. Oh wait, how old is Margot? 
Like no, you guys. Are, it, age doesn't matter. Flint is no, baby. It doesn't matter. <laughs> oh man. Flint is definitely the baby of the group. Roth and Roscoe are dad. Yep. <laughs> Listen, Rovarth is Rovarth. Rovarth is definitely the party daddy. Yes. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I, don't know how I, I don't know how I feel about that. Party word. daddy. Party daddy. I like it. Mm. Um. <laughs> I'll be honest, for the term, Rovarth is the cranky dad. And uh, Roscoe is the fun dad. That's accurate. Roscoe is definitely the fun dad. But while Rovarth is cranky dad, he is also daddy. No. No. <laughs> no. You can't see it, no. but my face is currently scrunched up into like a ooh. No. <laughs> no one likes this. Stop it. Now. My, my, my real world, world face just went ooh, this is bad. I don't like it. <laughs> So anyway, as you guys are approaching the, the uh, village, like you start to see buildings. All right. Um, they're not rudimentary, but they are more like utilitarian. They're there to keep you out of the weather. They're not there to show off or anything like that. Are they permanent or are they like tents? They look permanent. Okay. Um. But as you guys are arriving, some warriors kind of come, are, are approaching you aggressively. Yep. Do not put your hands near weapons, good sirs. And Margot. I keep oh. my hands away from my bags. No worries. I am a weapon. <laughs> hands away from you. You're a point. Um, as long as you keep holding me like a baby, we'll be fine. Yeah. So, Roscoe, go ahead and make a uh, persuasion check with advantage, because you guys are, you know, hands up. You're trying to present yourselves as being uh, nonviolent. Please, Mark. I de-summon my armor. Okay, you said, you said persuasion with advantage, right? Yes. Fourteen. Okay. Um, they're still very aggressive, but they're not attacking you. Uh, they are, however, surrounding you. Um, <clears throat> and uh, I want you guys to... No, not yet. Uh, one of the orcs in uh, common obviously speaks and goes, uh, What is your business here? Our business is potentially trying to right a wrong that we may have caused. Hmm. What does that mean? It means that we may have... We may have interfered where we might not should have interfered at the mines with your people. And we had scared quite a few of them off, only to find out that more was expected of us. And we are trying to figure out why we're being asked to do what we're doing. And also figure out why you're doing what you're doing. Basically, we were trying to figure out, did we do the wrong thing? Um, make another persuasion with advantage. Because that was a really good way to phrase that. Ooh. Oh my god, 26. Okay. 
yeah, they speak to each other in orc, uh, which none of you speak. Uh, and one of them, uh, the one who was talking, says, uh, we will wait here. And then one of the other ones runs off back to the uh, village. Um, well, I shouldn't say run, because they came... I, I didn't describe this well. They came riding up to you guys. They seem to be riding uh, uh, goats. Like, giant goats. That is so flippin' dope. Also, one of the things Flint's gonna invent when, you get, when we have free time... He's inventing a translator, because he's getting very tired of not knowing what people are saying. Learn the speed... The, uh, 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 comprehend languages spell. Yeah. Actually, I don't know if that's on the <clears throat> artificer spell list. Uh, but anyway, within a few minutes, uh, he, the one rides back, says something in Orcish, and the one who had been speaking with you all goes, uh, all right, follow me. And they kind of escort you guys to the village. All right. Um, <clears throat> whose passive perception is 13 or higher? Listen, man, I got an 11. How do you look at passive perception? Is this um, perception? No. So passive perception, is, well, it's 10 plus your perception check. So you don't have to roll anything. It's just whatever that number is. Oh, but 16. Yeah. Yeah, because at the... Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Marco actually has a really high wisdom score. <laughs> well, Which is probably good, considering the fact we, we are all, the rest of us are all very dumb. She doesn't come off that way. She comes off as just chaotic. Oh, she's super chaotic. Yeah. <laughs> she's just very aware of what's going on. Yeah. And right now, I think she's the only one aware of what's going on. So, Margo, with a 16 passive perception, you can very easily see that there are a lot of sick orcs. Including some of the warriors who came up to meet you. They are clearly ill. Um, they, look, they look like they're having problems. Yeah. And um, you're led a little bit into the village. And there's what is a much older orc man. Um, and he introduces himself as uh, he says, uh, Hello, I am Kango Baron. Uh, I am told that you were the ones who retaliated to our uh, assault on the mine. Yes, my name is Roscoe Suitfoot, and what you were told is correct. We were the ones who retaliated. And now you question your actions. We questioned because when we went back to the village, we found out scaring away simply was not enough. And then we found out that this has been the... And then we realized you only attack the equipment, and also that this is not something that has happened often, and this is a recent occurrence, which leads me to believe something has changed to cause such actions. Hmm. And, and I am not one that likes being used. Same. Very much so. Hmm. Come this way, please. All right. Um, and uh, Baron leads you guys to a much larger tent. Or not tent. Uh, they're, they are permanent, but they do seem to be kind of this wood-animal-skin combination. 
Um, in fact, some of the wood seems to have been like some of it seems as if they for like the posts to attach the animal skins to they planted saplings and kind of guided the growth. That's so flipping cool. Um, which is not uncommon. Um, if you guys have ever, if any of your characters had ever been to an elven city uh, in a forest, that's kind of how they usually do their architecture. It does, however, take a lot of patience. Right. Um, and a banner on the uh, hanging from one of the walls you see is a battle axe. Um, on one side, it is uh, <clears throat> a, a scene. The the so it's a double bladed axe. On one side, where one blade is pointing, there is a scene of destruction, and the blade is on fire. But on the other side, it is a scene of peace, and the blade is not. Do I know what this means? Because I'm curious now. You can all make uh, religion checks. Oh boy. Flint, do good. Oh dang it, that's a 12. You said perception? No. Religion. Religion? Okay, hang on. Give me one second, I gotta turn off advantage, almost for God. How did I get another one? Sweet, 20. Uh, she got a natural 20, I got a total of 20. A dirty 20. Only 12. Um, well, with a 12, Roscoe and Flint recognize that the battle axe on fire with a scene of destruction is a common depiction of uh, Vargan the Destroyer's holy symbol. You don't know what the other half might even remotely mean. All right. And with a 20... Uh, Margot and Rovarth. Well, Margot, you think that the other half is supposed to symbolize growth? Um, like kind of this life and death yin-yang kind of thing? And Rovarth, you're positive that the one half is definitely Vargan. Um, and the other half is just really weird. You're Again, you know that it's probably some sort of, like, life or peace or uh, growth symbolism, but you don't know why it's there. All right. That's a very fine axe you have there. What is its story? Or the symbol? Because it's like yeah. a banner hanging. Oh. Yeah. Well... I mean, can we just ask what it symbolizes? Well, that's what, what we can do. That's what Rovarth did. Yeah. Um. He uh, says, yep, that "Yeah." <laughs> um. He says, "Ah, well." Many of you, I'm sure, are aware that traditionally. Uh orcs do worship Vargun the Destroyer. However, human religion teaches us that the gods, whatever they are, is dependent on what people believe them to be. 
And we believe that destruction is only one half of what Vargan is. Because without destruction, there cannot be change. And without change, there cannot be growth. That makes sense. Flinch is kind of nodding like, yeah, that, that, you know, goes through. Hmm. All right. Uh, And then Baron goes, uh, um, well, to answer your question, perhaps I should explain to you our motives for attacking the mine. Um, the runoff from the mine has been poisoning the river. And it's our only source of water. Um, and with that, Rovarth, Flint, and Roscoe can make perception checks to see if you can kind of look around and notice some stuff. We did a bad. 14. Oh man, I got a tool. 13. All right. Well, uh, with a 13 and a 14, uh, Roscoe and Rovarth are able to notice what Margot noticed. That a lot right. of these orcs around you are clearly sick. So they need the water from the mines in order to be able to get better, it sounds like. They need the mine yeah. to stop. They need oh, the mining okay. to stop the runoff. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Basically, the runoff from the mine is putting mm-hmm. copper in the river. Yes. Oh, yeah. So they're awesome. suffering from heavy metal poisoning. Okay. Um, and, and actually, Flint, you don't notice that they're sick, but you can make a medicine check. Because I think you're trained in medicine? Uh, no. <laughs> that That makes... Everything about your character that much more terrifying. Uh, <laughs> all right, Listen, he's should make things explode. He only invented the healing the the healing syringe because you know he doesn't exactly want you know people to die. Um, all right, well, and then Baron goes on to say, uh, "We've spoken to the gnome woman Rihan to ask her if she would, uh, or we've attempted to speak with her. Uh, she." doesn't seem interested and in fact this is not you are not the first group of mercenaries she has sent after us so we basically need to go after her then because this is annoying well going roscoe caution i agree we should go speak to rohan but going after you must be careful mm-hmm. the town there's probably towns folks that are very sympathetic and and supportive of her we can't go around murdering anyone we don't agree with okay. why not because that's not how we do things. That's not how civilized folk deal with their problems. I don't know, man. We kind of did that with the null. With the that you know, was the thing they were in the desert. They were trying to raise a demon, and I stand by that. Good sirs, good sirs. Margot, must stay on task, please. 
I, I, I just take I take a step forward and say, I apologize for what we have, I apologize for what we have aided in. We will. I can't. I can't make. I can't make promises that are one hundred percent certain. But we will do our best to rectify the situation in return for what we have helped with. Uh, make a persuasion. Seven. Um, he says, I appreciate the effort. However, my people and I are not confident that another try at diplomacy will be helpful. Now, just as a DM note to make sure you guys are aware, um, Rihan is not in control of the town. She's just an architect. Oh, I know, but that doesn't mean there aren't people who probably see things the same way she does. I, I agree. Yeah. But I was no, just I saying, in case you guys had any sort of confusion. Oh, no, there. I appreciate that. But no, I'm just, you know, going, going to re, going in. Why it sounded like something that party members wanted to do was go attack Rehan. That like, probably no, wouldn't go very well. It's a bad idea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, on a side note, do I think there's a way that they could shift the the way the deposits end up so they don't end up in the river? That is something that uh, Flint could make a, a general intelligence check. I will. I will ask aloud if 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 that is a possibility. I mean, Flint got an eighteen. Flint's pretty confident that with enough time, um, like basically, you know that there are uh, there are things that you could do to like filter the water. So that the runoff is less of a problem or not a problem at all, um, but it would take a lot of time. And they don't have time. Well, they don't have time unless you guys, because you got an eighteen. So I'll just throw this one out there. Unless you guys can convince the town to help them, then they need the mining to stop. Yeah, they they need to basically either halt operations until they get the system set up or otherwise alter how they do things. If they don't, then it has to stop permanently. Hey, Roscoe. How convincing yeah. do you think you can be to the to the people in charge? Because like, with this, we could probably make a case that, you know, they're poisoning the river and how, no, how much longer until, you know, they're going to start getting sick. Because most people don't care until they... Because most people, most people don't care about other people until they start dropping from the well, same thing. Well, as a point of order, uh, Takum, the town you came from, is upstream of the mine. So they don't suffer because it's going to, it only occurs after them. But you could make the point that, depending on where that river flows to, somebody else could get sickened. Roscoe thinks and goes... The truth is, is the orc town is out of sight, out of mind to most of these people. They don't see what we see, therefore it's harder for them to be affected or care. <clears throat> but if somebody else was to get sick, then... 
Yes, but I don't want necessarily someone to get sick. Oh, but just sometimes, but sometimes the, the best way to exp- the best Ross. I'm trying. Out, let me get out of careful. I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to word this because I'm also trying to figure out how I'm going to make it do. The fact is, is Rohan is doing a form. Rehan. Rehan, thank you. Rehan is doing something that a lot of people probably think is a good thing, and they probably see as a marvel of achievement. And in certain ways, it is, but not at the expense of other people's lives. We gotta sh- convince these people of the suffering we've seen here today. And the only way to do that, and I look at the, and I look at Orc, knowing that this is not going to go well. We gotta bring the suffering to them. We got to let them see what we've seen. If the people see that the mind is making them sick, they cannot deny it any longer. And then they're even given a choice. Alter the mining so that it's no longer making you sick, or me and my group will shut down the mine personally, and they will not stop us, and I guarantee it. Make another persuasion check with advantage. Because you guys have been having this conversation right in front of him. Yeah, that's, I turned to look at him when I said that last part, by the way. Yeah. Like, I just want the best solution for everyone, but if we can't do that, we can't do that. Basically, my thing is we'll convince them, or we we'll, or we will take down the mine. Twenty one. All right. <clears throat> Sorry, I have a mouthful of sausage. Uh, it's quality, <laughs> I hope. Mm-hmm. Uh, Baron says, um, "I believe you." Thus. I will promise you that for the next few days, there will be no attacks. To give you time to convince the magistrate of Takum to meet with us. Very well. I appreciate it. Also, with your permission, I would like to get a sample of your water source. Go right ahead. Flint, will you please take care of that? Sure, I, I get a, you know, I get a one of my empty flat. I get an empty flask out of my bag, and fill it with water. Yep. Does it look any different? Because I imagine you know, since it has runoff and it, it looks pretty murky. I mean, not really any murkier than uh, you'd expect, but there are ways that Flint can test the water to show uh, copper. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, that's one thing I want Flint to do, but I have other purpose for that water if we get any drawbacks. Dude, I got, dude, I got multiple flasks. Yep. I pull a couple more out, as you say, like, as, you know, I go to test, and you're like, no, 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 we need that. And I'm just like, dude, I got more. <laughs> yep. All right. So we're going to get some water. We're going to have a few days reprieve, and then I guess, what time is it? Like, can we make it? I, I know we didn't travel that far, but is it like cool to travel back today yeah i mean you'd probably get back to town after uh sundown but it's only like it was only like four hours to get here okay but like if i wanted to find someone who runs the town and go request a meeting to have our um hearing if you will would this be a good time to do it should i wait in the morning you would wait until morning but Okay. Um, so I, I'm I'm assuming what you mean is you go back to town, and then would that be a good time? Is what I'm assuming. Yeah, I'm just making sure. I'm just trying to figure out how late it is. Yes. <clears throat> well, 
Okay, so I'm trying to uh, I, I'm trying to understand. Do you mean okay, how late it is right now, or when you get back to town if you leave when here? You get back to, oh, okay, I understand what you're saying. When I get back to town, would it be like late enough that it'd be rude for me to seek out town leadership now? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I would wait until morning. Got it. All right. And in the morning, uh, the hostess of the uh, B and B is able to point you in the right direction. Thank you, ma'am. Um, oh, what would it be to <clears throat> test the water? Like, what role? Um, it would be a use of alchemist kit, or tools, or whatever that's called. Eleven? Seriously? Um, the breaks. Yep. Did it? Did it add anything? Uh, yeah. It shows that it was plus six. Okay, so. so okay, so you know. Yeah. <clears throat> hmm. Um. Yeah. So it. You're not positive how to test for it. Um. Because it's just not. Well, actually, no, you would know how to do it, because arsenic is also a heavy metal. Oh, I can test for multiple things. Like, one was for copper, and one was for arsenic. No. Well, no, I meant you, you tested the things, uh, the pills. Remember? Yeah. yeah. And Those were you found, now. right, but you found arsenic, which was expected. And arsenic is a heavy metal. So you would an eleven would be high enough because you already know how to test for it. You're just kind of altering the uh, the way to do it. Okay. Okay. So like we're finding some. <clears throat> it's it definitely has a lot of copper in it. <clears throat> and flint, just because of the nature of what you do, you know that copper is not a thing you should be ingesting. Eating a lot of. Yeah. Uh, a little bit will pass through your system, but this amount, if you're drinking water like a, you know, normal person does, uh, it, it'll it kill you. Great, so, good news. There's definitely something in here. Bad news. It's arsenic and lots and lots of copper. No, there is no arsenic. Yeah, I was just an example because you did that previously. Yeah. That was for cyanide. I know, but you but found cyanide. arsenic, is what I was saying. Okay. So basically, uh, basically the, you, you have confirmed the copper as we expected. Yeah, and it's lots of it. You don't want to... Understood. <clears throat> Alright. So I get pointed to town leadership. Is it like, is it like a mayor? Is it a... It's a elect. It's an elected magistrate. Okay. Um, she's actually a dwarf named uh, Bianca Valhelm, or or Valen. Sorry. Bianca Bianca Valen. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> and yeah, I mean she. Uh, is 
the town's not really big enough that she, she I mean, she all, always has work to do, but it's not really big enough that you have to, like, schedule an appointment so much as just wait around a little while for her to have a spare moment. Right. Um, and before too long, a clerk, you know, shuffles you into her office. Right. And she goes, uh, Mr. Suitfoot, correct? That is correct. And what can I do for you today? I need to talk to you on business about the mine, mining operation. <sighs> yeah, that is a uh, point of contention. Well, what can I talk to you about? It needs to be stopped. Well, the problem with that is that probably a third of this town works in that mine. Well, it doesn't have to be stopped permanently. There are solutions that can make the issues the mine are causing better, if not going, if hopefully gone away completely. Now, I have to stop you here. What issues are the is the mine causing? Your mine has copper runoff and is killing people downstream. Oh, I didn't know Flint was there. Oh yeah, Flint. Flint has nothing better to do. He's just hanging around. Um, okay, well, the magistrate goes, Ah, well, that would explain why the orcs have been uh, attacking the mine. Yes, and they've only been attacking equipment because they're trying to get it to stop. All right, well, I'm willing to see if we can find a good solution here. Uh, I, I want these <clears throat> attacks to stop. I was plenty happy when we all pretty much just ignored each other. Well, if we can find it, if we can work out a solution, then the ignoring each other thing can go back to being normal. All right. Well, uh, let's see. And she shuffles a couple of papers there and goes, "All right." If you would uh, go talk to the orcs and have, and we'll, uh, hmm. you know what? Here's what we'll do. We'll meet them halfway around noon tomorrow. I will make, I will let them know and inform them of your decision. All right. Uh, Rehan's going to be real pissed. She can. Well, she can get over herself if she can invent a Flint? communication tower. Now is not the time. Flint, calm down. Thank you for your time. <laughs> Flint just kind of walks, walking out like. Mm. Yep. Um. So I guess I will go inform the group. What we I will go inform the rest of the members of my group that we are to go talk tell tell the orcs. Half to meet them. They'll be mad. Met halfway noon tomorrow. Okay. Um, when you guys get there, um, uh, uh, Byron says that uh, he requests that one of you act as a mediator, uh, kind of as an in impartial third party. Mm -hmm. All right. I don't think I could oh, be boy. impartial. <laughs> Neither could Flint. Let's be honest. I will. 
since I was the one that suggested the plan of trying to solve both of their problems. <coughs> Very well, Robarf, if you want this responsibility. Well, um, to be fair, I think I'm the only one that would be the right choice for that. Accurate. In the impartiality, you mean? You, yes, you need to speak on our behalf for the orcs, and honestly, I don't think Margot and Flint are very <laughs> good choices. No. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> very well. Rovarf will be... Rovarf will take the role. Well, guess what? That's what? perfect timing. Fantastic. Because this episode is over. Anybody uh, got some pluggables? Um, I do. I have a Twitter and an Instagram where I occasionally post things. Um, Elvenly underscore E. The E at the end and the beginning are capitalized. Yeah. Have fun. I have a YouTube channel, which is currently... Oh, that will probably be changing because there's there's too many lookalikes. Uh, it's currently Ethan Space Drake, where I have various uh, Let's Plays of role-playing-related games. At the time of recording, I am currently playing some uh, Tyranny. have a real fun time trying to voice all the characters that aren't voiced. voiced. So, that's a, that's a thing. Uh, but yeah. Alright, as per usual, you can find me on Twitter at Jarius underscore Jer, where I talk a lot about pro wrestling, post pictures of cute animals. Currently, it's raccoons, possums, and yeah, raccoons and possums because they're awesome. And then on Instagram, it's Jerry Jerry Quite Contrary. Jerry spelled J E R I, where I post cute animals, food, costumes. That's about it. They're both fun. Check them out. You can find me on Instagram as Ashley M.SCVA. I post a lot about cosplay and progress on costumes and stuff like that. I just started a TikTok. I don't know what I'm doing. Um, but it's Ashley McLean 15, and that's probably going to change, at least the name of that. So we'll see. And I've been your host, Eli Royal, and you'll never find me. He's telling the truth. I've looked. Bye. 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 Thank you for listening to this part of our tale, Traveler. Please remember to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or wherever else fine pods are cast. You can find us online at WePlayRPGsPodcast.com, on Facebook and Twitter at WePlayRPGs, and on Patreon at WePlayRPGsPodcast. Your patronage is what keeps this podcast alive. I've been the audio engineer of this episode, Amanda Pavick, and you can find me on all social media at Ahoy Love.